Welcome to Negotiating Happiness, the show that helps you find happiness, success, and balance in your work and life. I'm Adriana Fierster, your host for this journey into entrepreneurship and personal growth. We're broadcasting live on 107.7 and 105.3 FM in New Orleans as part of the United Public Radio Network. We explore the latest strategies, insights, and stories from successful entrepreneurs and experts. From managing stress to building a thriving business, we've got you covered. Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. From 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips, and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Looking for something new in sci-fi or fantasy? Check out what Brandon Sanderson, Orson Scott Card, Nnedi Okorafor, and others chose as the best new stories of the year in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. From 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips, and bonus stories, L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Good afternoon, everybody. Hello, this is Monday, August 14th, and this is your host, Adriana, on Negotiating Happiness. Um, hello, Jen. Thank you so much for joining us again. Um, just letting everybody know that we are broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network at 105.3 and 107.7 FM in New Orleans. And check us out. Some of our shows are also on Roku TV if you wanted to sit back, relax, and watch us on your big screen. Um, welcome, Jen. Hi. Thanks so much. <laughs> um, so I wanted to bring you on today to talk a little bit about one of our upcoming projects that I'm super, super excited about. I am feeling? as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm like, like itchy and doing all the pre-work and then you're like, okay, can we just like let people in? Can we let people in? Can we tell people now? Like, so I'm at that right. stage for sure. Right. Right. Can we let people in? I love it. Um, so just a quick, quick reintroduction for anybody that missed our first episode together. Um, so Jen knows firsthand what it takes to achieve success in a well-rested brain as part of that operation. But who teaches us how to take a break or vacation in this hustle culture that we live in? That's kind of what I wanted to cover today. Um, and uh, Jen is the uh, principal of Honey Flow Coaching. So Jen, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Uh, thank you. So yeah, as you said, I am a pretty long time entrepreneur. I started my first business. Um, let's see, 2007. So math, whatever that is, but about three months after my first son was born and he is now 16. He's, uh, yep. He's driving and that's frightening. No, I mean, he's, he's doing great. He's doing great, but that's always kind of how I, um, piece back my entrepreneurship journey. And when I started that business, it was an advertising agency. Um, me and some partners, because we worked together, we're like, well, we should probably just do this for ourselves, shouldn't we? That like total blissful ignorance. Um, fast forward like almost 14 years, and I really just had lost my sense of purpose within that business. And so I decided to sell it and move on to something different. And that's a really cool opportunity and also completely frightening as an almost 40 something. And um, I was like, wait, what am I going to do when I grow up? And what I realized is I really loved working with entrepreneurs, especially um, women like I was starting a business all those years ago and navigating, you know, life and the different roles of their life and then adding kind of entrepreneurship into that. So how do I build a successful business while um, maintaining and thriving in those other roles in my life as well? So that's when I decided to um, get into business coaching as the second chapter, I guess, or the, the latter 
current chapter of my career. So that's what I do now is I work with women in all stages of their business and working with them on not only the business skills and, you know, the technical stuff, but also how do we do that? How do we flip those hats successfully from it could be, you know, being somebody's partner or spouse, um, being a mother, being an aunt, being a friend, um, as well as wearing that entrepreneur hat as well. And it's it's tricky, isn't it? Like we've got a lot on the go. I, I don't know. Would you agree, Adriana? I agree. And uh, it's funny that we always make a list like that and never do we ever include taking a break. So when I was writing this right? summary for the for this episode I was I was reading into it and I was like okay so are you ready to learn from our experience and you know uh, achieving success managing a business life as a mom finding happiness and taking a break and it's funny because nobody ever includes that in there and and it's wild I was I was trying to do some light reading before the show um just to kind of see how many how many studies were out there about the benefits of taking a break mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur? And it just seemed so like common sense, right? That I feel like people don't take those seriously because it's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But you're not really digesting it. Like you're not really thinking about you actually make better decisions or you are more creative or blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I think we need to talk about this. That's why I want, and this kind of fit in perfectly with what we've been working on. So super yeah. excited that you're here. And it's funny because like, it, like you do it, I do it. And everybody's like, yeah, I do this, this, and this, and this. And not at any point do I say I religiously take a break because I don't. No. Right. Well, and it's also about taking care of ourselves. That also wasn't in my list, right? Being Jen right. was not in my list of roles <laughs> like, or what does, identity. What, what does Jen need? Like, Jen's right. fine, right? Jen is like super mom. And I love that. I love that people tend to equate that with, you know, being a mom, which is nice, but it's so damaging to like the human self, the, For sure. the person that needs a break or the person that maybe can't do it all. Like I have to tell you this weekend, you were asking me before the show. So what did I do this weekend? This is a perfect example. I had it in my head that on Sundays, like my son goes to soccer. So we're getting ready for soccer. It's 10, 10 40. Like our soccer fields are right outside of our home. So it's great. Right. I just like to scroll over, right? At 10 45, it starts. And then my partner's asking me, hey, when's his, when's his birthday party that we're supposed to go to? I was like, oh, I don't know, like 2 o'clock or something. I don't know. So I go and scroll through my phone, and I realize that it starts at 11, and it's 1040. And I had just convinced my toddler to put on his soccer uniform, and now I'm telling him to take it off. Chaos ensued. Right. And then I had a moment <laughs> to think about what happened, Adriana? Like, what why was this not in your calendar? Or because I, I fail without my calendar, clearly. For sure. But it's because I've been so go, go, go that I haven't been able to look ahead in my week. I haven't been able to just sit down, have a coffee and think about what I need to do. So at that point, my hair wasn't done. I hadn't put makeup on. I hadn't taken a shower yet. Like literally, I was just like, oh my God. So immediately I'm like on the phone with a friend telling her exactly what happened. And this is a direct link to, like, yes, this isn't like a, I understand this is like first world problems. I get it. This wasn't some like emergency, but this keeps on repeating in my life. And it's a pattern because I'm not paying attention to certain things because I just don't have capacity anymore. Right. Yeah. And we rely on things, right? We're like, okay, set it and forget it. We did it. We thought about it. I'm caught in that all of the time. And I find as the kids get older, right? So it's one thing when they're babies, that's a whole other demanding stage of life for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. But when they get older and they start to have social lives and calendars, then it's like, not only are we that, but we're we're kind of like an event coordinator um, 24-7, add that to the list of things that that we take care of. Yeah, and honestly, like I can't tell you when was the last time I enjoyed cooking and I used to enjoy cooking a lot. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, what? We need to have dinner again. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it's so bad. I used to enjoy cooking and it doesn't happen anymore because I just don't give myself enough time Mm. to to enjoy it anymore. And that's what it is, right? 
Yeah. And we can feel like we just in all parts of our life that we just start going through the motions instead of actually being like thoughtful and intentional and and enjoying things that we actually do enjoy. And there comes a point I remember hitting that and kind of going like, do I have to do I do I have to do this? What if I didn't actually just do this? And it was like game changing because all of a sudden I got some of my time back. Right. So how did you tell, teach me, teach me your ways? <laughs> I would be totally a fraud if I said I could teach you anything about that. I just, oh um, that was part, I guess, of when I transitioned out of one business and into the other is that I felt like one of my biggest priorities was I needed the second part of my career needed to take into account our family and the life I was trying to to create as opposed to business first and then shove everything else in around it. It just wasn't, it wasn't healthy. It wasn't healthy for me. It wasn't healthy for the business and it wasn't healthy for my family. So I just tore it apart and uh, I would say I reverse engineered it actually. And do I have it nailed down? No. Um, But is it a lot better than it was? Heck yes. Right. So it's funny because it's like, going through stages and I talked recently at this birthday party that I was at that I made it two hours late for um I was talking I got there I got there I had the gift I had the kit it was good good. I forgot the crocs but that's okay he just ran around barefoot so Mm -hmm. it is what it is we he had they were playing in water so they had run anyway that was a whole other argument in the car so Mm -hmm. chaos ensued for sure at my house yesterday um, so that was the best of it. But I was talking to the mom and the mom was recently thinking about uh, kind of going on her own as well. So this this mom slash friend. Um, and I, I said to her, like, I know that you have this like overwhelming desire to just say yes to every single job that comes across your desk at the beginning. And yeah, that's what happens at first when you're trying mm-hmm. to kind of like expand your your clientele mm-hmm. um, but you do get to the point where you're just like oh I really don't enjoy doing that I really need to stop taking those kinds of jobs right especially for somebody that started out as a VA like me because mm-hmm. I think that's what she wants to do and I said my best advice to you is find a niche that you're passionate about that you like doing because and people will also flock to you that are more on the lines of your ideal client than anybody yeah. that needs somebody yeah. to do data entry right like you're not going to be fulfilled doing data entry knowing her there's nothing wrong with data entry. Somebody needs to do it. Sure. I've done it. I've been there, right? I'm just saying knowing her and the jobs that she's worked before. She works, she works, she's worked in government. She's worked in um, environmental, uh, like it, she's just had this like pattern of working that I, I kind of know what, what she'd sure. be uh, satisfied with. And, and she was just saying, well, I want to start out with, you know, I have these three clients going. And I said, that's better than most people. I'm like, you don't realize how some people just one day wake up and go, nope, screw this. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and start at nothing for sure. I remember in my very first business, our very first client and like, thank goodness that it happened. And it was a referral of somebody that I had worked with before and it was awesome, but there was no, like, there was no conversation around, is this the right fit? Is this the right kind of work? Is this the client we want to take on? It was like, Oh, somebody's willing to pay us money. That's great. Okay. Um, and right. like, it's lovely. It gave us like this start, but at the same time, was it strategic? Not necessarily. Um, mm. The problem is it's what, if we do it once, that's okay. But typically, it just sets the stage for like poor boundaries and poor strategic decisions in your business. So, right, right. So totally agree. And she was very receptive, which is nice, because I feel like the more that we talk to each other, the better. And I actually, when I was doing this light reading about taking a break, I also wanted to know if there were any well-known studies about networking, right, and knowing the people. And I couldn't really find any that were scientific studies it was just more of like a anecdotal sure it matters who you know right and like in this instance it does matter who you know like even yesterday I was telling her all the things that I would do differently right right being in the same kind of environment as her even though we might not be niching in the same things I 
she was able to to gain a different perspective because I've gone through it, right? And it's yeah. funny, do you consider going to a kid's birthday party as a break? Well, I'm not doing work work, but I am networking. Sure. Right? So while I appreciate all of these things, do we how do we define a break? Right? Oh man, yeah, it's a good question. And I I have a story about how I kind of figured out that I was always on. As soon as you become an entrepreneur or self-employed and it, like it, Jack was still a baby. And I remember I was kind of still on mat leave, I guess. And yeah. one day I was like, well, we'll just hit the mall, do whatever, walk around, like basically variety in what we were looking at. <laughs> um, but I remember I just had like my favorite jeans on and a favorite t-shirt, but by no means were they kind of really put together. I don't think I was wearing makeup, but not, like whatever, it is fine. Yeah. It just yeah. wasn't the like maybe outer appearance that or professional appearance that I would have put on typically stroll around around the mall and I met somebody that was like in my network and like I in the end became a client and I had that moment like strolling the stroller and realizing like oh I'm never just Jen and can just wear her frumpy clothes again and nobody will notice right like you kind of right. do take on this different persona um right. that should be authentic to you but it's maybe like you want to come across, it can happen anywhere, I guess is my point in that people, you know, can spot you anywhere. They want to stop and talk and business is done. I have done business. I've gained clients um, at my son's baseball game. So very similar to your story, like yep. it happens anywhere. Yep. The majority of my clients come through referrals. So you just never know when actual business conversations are going to pop up. And that's kind of a beautiful thing. Nobody's complaining. Um, but it is a transition from what oh, yeah. we're used to in the corporate world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like that whole dichotomy of, but I can make my own schedule. If I don't want to work, I'm not working. But also, um, but I should work because I'm hustling for myself. And you know, um, can I finish at five o'clock or can I not work on a weekend? Like I was saying to a client earlier that I was going to work on the weekend and she was like, no, no, don't do that. And I was like, I, yes, like normally I would say, no, I don't want to do that, but I'm going to be taking like 10 days off at the end of August. Right. Yeah. There's so a trade off there. Is, this is my balance, right? This is my balance yeah. to be able to go on and not be anxious that I have so many things to do. And like, the reality is I'm not going to get everything done on my list because that never, that's never how it happens. Things come up. I understand. Sure. Um, but there is some sort of like, okay, you gotta like give and take to be able to take that break. For me, it was wonderful going camping. So I have to say it wasn't really a restful break. It was just a break from work. Yeah. Different. Right. It's different. Yeah. And camping is a lot of physical work, right? But and my a lot brain of planning. Is <laughs> yeah, but my brain was off once I got there. And honestly, mm -hmm. I would forget where I put my phone. And that's huge for me. That is huge. Like, anyone, I'm like, has anyone seen my phone? You know what yeah. I mean? So, but not to say that I don't, I don't know, anybody who has like ADHD or um, any sort of anxiety to do like around work and stuff will know like your brain never really stops. And even when I'm sitting at the fire, I was like, oh, I should take a, I should take a reel of this because it I was beautiful it. though. I saw oh, it. it. <laughs> I know I love fires, but it's it never beautiful. really stops. And then from that, I went to, oh yeah, I really should be reviewing this copy for the sales right. page. Oh, oh, I should contact yeah. someone. So, oh, I should, you know, so it just goes on and on and on, but at least I wasn't there like immersing myself in work and I read this part of um I've mentioned this book before I think I told you about it too burnout mm -hmm. yeah really great book I it's a really great book I'm really great halfway book through they, oh yeah I'm so glad yeah. so it's probably one of my favorite books and probably my first audio books I, I never did audio before I tried to read and then I was never really having the time right. to do that so I love that I can drive and like listen to these books. Yeah. And it explained the way that you can take a break by using a different part of your brain. So while I shut my computer down here, I go upstairs and I start planning for our 
I don't know, family reunion or holiday or planning Christmas gifts. That's a different part of your brain working. So while Mm -hmm. it's not a complete break, you're taking a break from doing this particular kind of client work or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So even that is counts as a break. But what happens to the people that continuously do this and never have a chance to just shut off? Yeah, I talked about that with my clients, especially this time of year, right? They're all trying to like squeeze out time to take vacation with their family and they call it vacation, but they're like, oh, but I'll probably work a day. I'll squeeze a day in here or I'll do this. And I'm like, or you could just take a vacation. Well, I couldn't possibly, what would my clients think? And I'm like, your clients will think you are human. And that's the business that you've set up. Somehow we've, and you mentioned in hustle culture, right? That we've like, we've glorified this idea that nobody needs a break, but really what does it do? Burnout, mistakes happen. We're less creative. All of these things happen. So why would we take a break? And what are your kids going to remember if you, if you have kids and that's part of your vacation plans during the summer, are they going to remember, you know, mom hanging out at the campfire and just being silly or mom, yeah, yeah, just just one minute. I just have to finish this email, right? Like that's our core memories are built around those times. So right, it's right. okay. You are allowed, you are supposed to have vacation and away time from your work, whether it is being you're an employee of somebody or you're self-employed. That is you're supposed to have a break. It is okay. But nobody gives you a medal for being this like hustle, 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 hustle person because it's not normal. It's not something that's biologically like think about I'm about to get woo here for a second but think about the seasons of the year oh yeah if mother earth can take off from like September to April you can take off a week do you know what I mean like yeah there's like there's a oh have you I have to think about what this book is I think it's called the four seasons and it's by Dal. I'll have to look it up for you and we'll throw it yeah. in the notes if, if that's okay. Yeah. But he talks about how the seasons are designed in that way, and that as humans, we worked within the seasons, right? Like we yeah. grew crops and then we harvested and then we preserved those foods so that we, because we couldn't go out and forage food during the winter months, but that was the time and the daylight shrinks, and that's the time that we go inward and we are more thoughtful and we have like our kind of intimate group of friends and not that big group that we may have in the summer so we as humans kind of worked in that seasonal change and now because of obviously artificial light and everything else like we're totally out of sync in that rhythm and how unhealthy it is of course of course and i think of somebody like my dad who um he's a um He's a plumber that works on commercial projects, so not residential, Mm -hmm. right? And he's done really awesome things like, um, I think, some of the TIFF buildings, like the Cancer Research Hospital in Toronto, um, the Brampton Hospital, Terminal 3 at Pearson Airport. Like, there's so many big projects that he's worked on. We don't realize that, like, he's... He's just tired. Like he's he's really young. He's mid fifties. He's really yeah. young, but he's tired. And sometimes sure. I don't think people understand the kind of tired that he's talking about. He was out there in the winter working physically outside. Yeah. I remember him having to like put on these different kinds of layers that were like thermal yeah. and whatever. Else. Oh yeah. So like so like his his physical and mental because he was a foreman too. So he was in charge of other people. He was also doing the work with them. I don't know if we're meant to be working in minus 30 conditions. Oh, for sure. My husband is a trades guy as well. He's a foreman, commercial, all everything you just talked about. And so I do the laundry in the winter where I have to peel layers from layers because he's like, it's freezing and there's no stopping, right? There's no like, oh, it's too cold to work. Or right now it's too hot to work. He's like, right. You work through it and it's exhausting. But we're not meant to do that. I don't think we're meant to, like, if our skin can't be outside without, like, getting frostbite, that's an indication that you're supposed to be inside. (laughs) Industry would beg to differ with you, Adriana. Sure, Sure, but that's that's only here. You don't see people in France, Italy, you know, Spain um, doing things like that. You don't see them doing things like that because they know it's not... I, I was I was watching um, 
I'm kind of all over the place, but I just need to share it all. Um, I was watching a video yesterday about this marketer. She's a professional marketer um, and she works in North America, but she lived in, in France for 11 years. So she was talking, you know, about the big, I'm not going to say the brand, but it's the big cups, the insulated cups that everybody keeps um, walking around mm -hmm. with. Mm -hmm. And she was explaining that while to the average mom or girl on the go here in North America, that's an ad that would work. Somebody in France wouldn't consider it um, that at all because it's seen as rude if you're taking any food or drink to go. Because meal ah, times are sacred. Right. Meal times are when you take a break and you sit down and you eat yeah. with your family and your friends or by yourself. She made she made the distinction of saying or by yourself because mm. you are honoring everything that you just did and getting some energy. That is not yeah. how we operate here. And that's the same no. thing as taking a like. Imagine if you didn't have to go get your lunch on the go. I was talking to another mom yesterday at the birthday party and she was talking about, so first of all, she works um, in a hospital setting. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, I forget if she's still like on the surgery side or not. Regardless, it's some like really intense, like, sure, you know, type of work. I could never do it. Good for her. We need people like her. Like it's not easy work. No. And I remember she was like, I have to get my lunch. Then I had to car drop my car off at this place to get my tires rotated right. or, or whatever. And I'm eating my lunch at the same time and going. And I'm like, that would never happen anywhere else. <laughs> right. That would never happen. And so in your work day, you just sent off the kids to school. You went to work and worked your 12 hour shift. Then on your lunch, you barely had something to eat and then took care of like car errands and then he got home and made dinner and probably did some laundry like what yeah <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean and, and I'm not complaining I'm not I just think that we need to be more intentional about the things that we do ourselves yeah well yeah for sure and even as entrepreneurs like it also we can it's hard to distinguish between working and I know we've all heard it before but like working in the business versus working on the business and yeah. it's so easy to get caught up in right we're just doing the business the execution the client work the whatever yeah. and yeah. oftentimes I hear like oh shoot like sales are tanking well yeah because you haven't spent any time working on the business you haven't come up for air to kind of look at it from that thousand foot view to be strategic yeah. again and to plan and to make sure that you're finding the best clients that are the best match for like mutual success together yeah. Yeah. so it's it's exactly the same even when we go a level deeper right as opposed to looking at your business and saying like what am i doing am i spending all of my time um in the doing or am i spending time in the planning the thinking and actually creating a business that serves this life i'm trying to create so i can take a vacation and i can right. serve the best people and i can excuse me be fulfilled <laughs> and that i'm like create or fulfilling my own purpose on this planet because that's part of it right if we're not doing that yeah. if we don't have that sense of fulfillment it's not going to be sustainable not at all. So how about let's um, I'm just going to list off here a couple of things that yeah, sure. um, people need to be aware of when it comes mm -hmm. to taking breaks and why you should be taking a break. And then <clears throat> let's talk about um, let's talk about a project and let's show everybody what we're talking about um, in terms of, of exciting news. OK, so <clears throat> the studies that have been done, they highlight a couple of categories of why of benefits right so one would be improved so and jen jump in anytime sure improved creativity and problem solving um and that is like part of the human decision process right and you you maybe people don't realize but you're making a decision like every breathing moment and you can get decision fatigue and you oh, can yeah. <laughs> and you sometimes just want somebody to take it all away and deal with it while you get to sit on the sidelines right but sometimes mm -hmm. you're that's not possible because you're the ceo you're you're sure. the breadwinner you're you know, well mother's day my only request on mother's day is i don't want to make any decisions today you don't i don't <laughs> 
Uh, I need nothing else other than to not make a decision today. So you're right. We do totally get just overwhelmed yeah. by the amount of decisions that we need to make. And what does that do is it squeezes out every ounce of creativity, right? There's a reason that oh, yeah. your best ideas come when you're in the shower, right? Like the saying goes, it's because <laughs> you just, you're, you're just doing something that you're not really thinking about, whether it's washing your hair right. or whatever you're just doing. Right. And it opens up space for your brain to think in a different way right? instead right. of being kind of like forced into that decision-making, like right now you have to do it, make it, make a decision. Totally. And you get stressed out about it. And that was, that's the second category, right? Where it can reduce stress and burnout. Um, and this was actually, there's a, a study done in the journal of applied psychology. And it's just that taking rigs during the workday can help reduce stress and prevent burnout. Now, when you ask somebody what the intervals are, they're very different. And I feel like no one's wrong. I think it just depends on how you work best. Totally. Right? People would say, you know, your brain can't handle more than two hours, two hour blocks. Somebody is saying one hour block. Somebody is saying, make sure you take, you know, um, five breaks during the day, depending on like when you are. I think it depends, right? Like we all hit that. Well, people who've worked corporate, they know about the three o'clock wall, right? Uh, but other people who've worked other kinds of jobs, they might be hitting different kinds of walls. So I do think that in order to reduce your own stress, you kind of have to test it out. My one tip is set alarms because it's so easy mm. to get sucked into doing the work that you forget. Yep. I forget this. I'm supposed to be, um, so for some medical things, I'm supposed to be actually splitting up my food every two hours. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. so hard for me because sometimes <laughs> I don't even take a break or I'll come here yeah. and I'll eat in front of the screen and they tell you not to. They tell you not to eat in front of a screen, right? Because you're not aware of what you're eating, how much you're sure. eating. And There's you're no not mindfulness. Actually, yes. And you're not, you're supposed to chew it a certain amount of time. It's just, it's sure. <laughs> so, well, but again, it speaks to that kind of North American culture that we're just so absent minded around what we eat. I took a mindfulness course once, and the first oh. exercise was around put a raisin in your mouth and eat this thing mindfully. And I remember feeling like this is so awkward. And they're like, no, like, really, like, what does it taste like? What is the texture? How does it feel in your mouth? Like, just experience that raisin for, like, a minute. And I was like, are you kidding me? I could have done, like, 18 other things, which really speaks to how mindlessly we actually yes. do these things. So yes. it makes sense. It's just yeah. hard culturally because we're so programmed to be productive. and you know what's funny they like people make fun of us all the time around the world that we are like this and I think it's because they like they don't understand I, even it all goes back to kind of how we view work right and that's like what our life revolves around and they make fun of us about how you know, we do groceries once every two or three weeks and, you know, we eat like crap and whatever else. And while that's the truth, the people don't don't seem to understand it's because we're working 40 to 50 hours a week and we don't we weren't taught to enjoy these things. I think we just need to, like, right. put the brakes on, understand that there's a time for work and then there's also a time to live and the time to live should be greater than the time of work. Oh, Right. Yes. Or else you're going to get way down the line and be filled with regret. I think. I right? I think I, so. like. Oh my gosh! I just spent years, or I wasted years, yeah. worrying yeah. about deadlines for whatever, instead of actually sitting down and breaking bread with people and laughing together and sharing stories and like right. that. Right. Like picture yourself at eighty or ninety years old, going like oh my gosh, I missed all of that. And those people yeah. are gone now and I can never get that back. Yeah. And it's funny. I view it as we're the early stage. So if you, if you think of the world, different parts of the world at different stages of entrepreneurship, we're the early stage. We're the people that are taking on everything and that are pushing through everything that have no regard for or intention into setting our time whereas like Europe has had like hundreds of years of labor laws right and I'm just giving Europe as an example because I know it best but there are many many places around the world that do it better than us too mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. I 100% understand. When they, they're kind of like, look at those suckers still in the beginning stage where they can't even enjoy a meal because they're like, I got to go back to work, right? Where yeah. they have six weeks of vacation a year paid and under, or Italy takes the whole month off like right? in the summer plus any other like, you know, like we're like the beginning stages because we're so new, right? And it's it's hard that we we live in the same timeline. It's not like this was yeah past, right. We're on so like different timelines, but in the yes. same planet. It's so odd. Yes, yes, it's weird because it um now people are, are we're talking about um I forget where exactly it might be in our neighbors in the states um where they're looking to adopt a four day school day a school week oh really everyone was kind of like oh that'd be cool I think it must in in a certain state I'm not sure I forget the actual um and I'm like but maybe that's where it starts right like that's where you kind of start with the whole Monday to Friday and my job is to go to school then when I'm done Monday to Friday my job is to go earn a paycheck right like it's I think that's where it starts and I'm like well I'm hoping that we can kind of like learn from some of you know or other parts of this world to to learn to be like okay let's be more intentional about our time we don't work well, we don't I feel work like, to, to work right yeah and I feel like we we are like a culture of extremes so either like and I feel this way about school break and I get that summer break is like based around the season and I get that but like I hit my limit last week where I was like oh I think it's time for the kids to go back to school now like <laughs> but I, and I've said this right through, like, if they had a six-week break for summer, I feel like that would be great. They would feel rested. They wouldn't have lost so much that they've learned. Um, and they're ready to go back. But I would love to see another six-week break somewhere in the middle of the year, right? So instead right. of going for the big kahuna, right, like, in the summer, let's break it into two small ones. Yeah. And I feel like that curve, like, that roller coaster yeah. would become much more sustainable, um, and that right. goes for us too. It's okay to take multiple breaks, whether it's during the day, the week, the month, or the season or the year, like just yeah, make it a consistent thing in your life. Yeah. And for anybody that's wondering, so in Canada, I think depending on if you're in uh, like middle school or high school, it's a little bit different, but it's around June that everybody lets out and then they go back on in the first week of September. Whereas in the states they go back in august right right but they're out a little bit earlier uh, possibly i think as well i they for some reason they have like a little bit of a shorter period of time yeah when i was growing up in romania you we had a really long long break but at christmas we got a really long break not not as long i think it was at least two weeks or three weeks and then Mm -hmm. at easter we'd also get two weeks whereas here it's just like a friday and a monday so you did get kind of a little bit more of a balance yeah, yeah. like and then slowly. you feel like you know I, I know at least my kids like by the time you get to uh spring break time they're just holding on for dear life to get to yeah. there and it, i don't know if a week is enough of a break for them to fully it's recharge not. i would rather them have two weeks there and take a week off of yeah. the summer just balance it back out yeah but so, yes we are a culture of extremes we are and i'm just gonna zoom through the other um, categories. And then I want to, I want us to kind of give them some tips about, Mm -hmm. you know, how to actually prepare for it and talk about our project. But I, for anybody that's tuning in, I just wanted to do our halfway mark intro here. Um, so we are broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network and Paranormal, um, UFO Paranormal Radio Network at 105.3 and 107.7 FM in New Orleans. And we're also on Roku TV if you want to check out some of our other shows. And I'm here, uh, your host, Adriana, on Negotiating Happiness. And this is uh, my guest, Jen, from Honey Flow Coaching. And we're talking about taking breaks and how nobody's ever taught us how to take a proper vacation (laughs) as, uh, as an entrepreneur. So we were just in the middle of talking about some categories of benefits that you get from taking breaks. And the next one would have been Better decision-making, which we've covered. Physical and mental health benefits, which it, which involves taking breaks from those like long hours of high stress, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you read the book Burnout, you you learn about you need to finish the, the, the cycle of stress, the cycle. which we never mm-hmm. know. 
yeah, the cycle. Um, the other one is enhanced work-life balance. This was a study from the Journal of Business Venturing, and they suggest that entrepreneurs who take breaks and maintain a healthy work-life balance tend to have a better long-term business performance. So if you want to be in this for the long haul, this is something you need to take seriously, okay? Um, enhanced productivity, right? You're, you're well-rested. You're able to perform faster. It's like thinking about this old tired machine that just keeps going on and on and on. But if they take a break, it's like it's coming back with new life, right? It's the same right. thing. And increased focus and attention. Um, you can, so it's not the same as interruptions, right? Like taking intentional breaks, right? Will help you kind of restart. It's like you're yeah. a computer. You're not supposed to leave yeah. your computer on for three months at a time, right? <laughs> Restarted from time to time. All of the things you're mentioning just seem like such common sense. And yet none of us do it well. Zero. Zero. Yes. Zero out of ten. Yes. Oh. So here's some tips that I that I'm preparing for to take a vacation. So I've made a list, right, of things that absolutely need to be done before and things that can wait. And if you're Mm. not sure, it means it can wait. Okay, because there there has to be a give and take. One, yep. two, you need to communicate your breaks with your clients. Mm-hmm. Put it in their calendar, send them a reminder. You don't even need to say it directly at the beginning. You just do that, make it in the calendar, and then while you're talking to them, make it natural and bring it into conversation. But just say, don't worry, it's already in your calendar, blah, blah, blah. There, now they're like, oh, okay, great. So then I can plan around that when I have time to think about it. Cool. Another thing is um, plan out your operation stuff. So when do you need to bill? When can you do that earlier? Can you schedule it? Can you get somebody else to bill for you? Or can you just talk to your clients and say, hey, I'm just going to bill you five days early because there's not going to be any work done until sure. then anyway. And, you know, pay it at the end or whatever it is that you're, you feel comfortable with in ter- for your terms, right? And also... This is, seems, again, super common sense, but I still forget to do it sometimes. Put on your out-of-office or schedule <laughs> your out-of-office now. Because totally. on that Friday or on that Thursday that you're done, you, the last thing you want to do is you just want to, like, close that computer. Oh, my gosh. I can't tell you how many times I've had to go back and log in to be like, oh, my God, I have to play yeah. out-of-office now because I forgot. Schedule yeah. it now. Right? Tech it has made it very easy for us to schedule emails ahead, schedule our out of office, schedule payments, schedule posts, right? Check in with your social media person, or if that's you, schedule everything ahead and not worry about that week. Things can be, you can, like your business can even look like it's still operating while you're on vacation. That's how easy tech has made it for us, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of people like are scared to tell their clients or anybody Why? that they're going on vacation. But I'm like, what if you just created that as the standard in which your relationship operates? And I expect, client, that you're going to take vacation too. And tell me how we can support you when that's happening. Yes. Right? Like there, it's about establishing a, a relationship that is healthy for both of you. And that, like, I'm off. A bit later this week, my kids playing baseball in another state, country, whatever. So we're, we're heading out. Every one of my clients is not only like, yeah, of course, let's juggle things around. Let's move things around. Um, but they're also like, I hope you have a really awesome time. Yeah. Right. And yeah. if they didn't have that kind of attitude, I would question if I have um, align myself with the best clients for the business that I'm trying to create and vice versa. Exactly. Exactly. And I understand that you sometimes don't have the privilege or the opportunity to be able to pick what kind of clients you have. Because again, if you're at the in the beginning stages, I understand, but slowly, slowly you have to make some changes. You have to relinquish some of that control to fear. You're you're relinquishing your control to fear, but you have to actually relinquish the control to your, your planning methods, like your, to your confidence, not to your fear, right? Like you Mm -hmm. are a capable person. So you now need to relinquish that control to say, I've planned for this. So I'm going to go in it with a mind that this is going to work just fine. Now, 
you're right. Maybe that's not your ideal client. And maybe next time you're going to make a better decision on who you take on as a client. If you're, if you're able to great. The other thing too, that I find that people do a lot is when you're newer, you tend to not understand that you're on equal footing. So when you talk to your client, you're talking to them like they're your employer. So that's that's where the fear comes of, I can't tell them I'm taking vacation. Yes, you can. Right. So the way you approach it is you say, hey, I'm thinking of taking the end of August off. Are we going to be off at the same time? Can you give me your dates when you think you're going to be mm-hmm. off? I'd like to plan some some a meeting before or meeting after or I'd like to plan our content for when you're gone or when I'm gone, you know, and then most of the time they're like, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, let's do it. So then you have to understand that you're, you're saying, I expect you to take a vacation, just like I'm taking a vacation and vice versa. So then you're on equal footing here. But if you're approaching it as like, sorry, I got to take a vacation. Sure. Like that's not, that's, that does not um, give the, image that you are confident you know what you're doing and this is your business right it gives the of image of like of like wait so is this could I tell you to take it later could I could I push it right. or be like but could you not just work that one Wednesday right like it just give leaves room for all of this kind of like nonsense and people just need to get over that because you're not going to feel like your own boss until you start acting like it right yeah good point and i would argue that whether it's your business or your client's business but if neither business can handle either of you being away for a period of time i think it's it's more important that you go and look at the lack of strategy and the lack of like it's not sustainable there should be no fire at that point right like and if there if you live your whole business life like there's a fire they're like, we got to back up like 18 steps and look at why is that actually happening as opposed to like, yeah, I need you here next week. Yeah. Like there's no standard operating procedures in place. And I know that people kind of are like either what the hell are those or, oh, I don't need those. You do because you need to be able to have somebody else step in so that you can have a breather. Absolutely. If you can't take a vacation, it's not sustainable. Right. So there's no processes in place. There's no like automation where things get done while you're away too Mm -hmm. even if it's as little as like onboarding someone imagine having to stop from your vacation to spend four or five hours onboarding someone like what right like there's so many things that I work with clients that do this all all the time so just a quick refresher here Jen is an entrepreneur coach she has so much experience with different businesses and she advises people. And I think you have courses too, masterminds and one-on-one coaching. I'm an OBM. So I help with the staff management, project management. We do some VA work as well. And we help people get organized in the back end. So we do automations and platform implementation just to make sure things are running smoothly without your constant touch, you know? And what we've worked on is a really cool retreat that we want to present to people here in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually here, should we, should we share the page, Jen? Oh yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's I'm so excited. Yes. And this idea was really around these conversations that Adriana and I were having, right. For, for quite some time mm-hmm. to say like, how do we do this? How do we get out of the, the day to day? And And we can't be alone right? That there has to be more of us. And the more we have this conversation, the more we realize we're like, oh, everybody's feeling these things. And it might be all of it or some of it. But uh, yeah, so what better way to kind of get out of the the typical nine to five than actually get yourself out of the typical nine to five? Right, right. Like it's, it's wild to me that, oh, what did I just do? Oh, look at me. Look at me breaking the, breaking the stream here. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. So we actually named it the entrepreneur escape, which like, it's not that you're escaping your life. We want you to create a business that you don't feel like you need to escape, but it's important to retreat and uh, escape the normal 
every day to add some variety into your thinking, into your creative space, into your circles of people that you're hanging out with. Um, It's important. It's it's like life giving to your business. Of course it is. Of course it is. And it's something that we need to think about um, more often. So we wanted to make something that was restful but also brings value into your business because if you are like us where you know we're always kind of like go 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 think of new ideas like you know the motor is running all the time we wanted to provide not only the rest but also the value that you get to go back to your business with we want you to feel recharged we want you to you know um, talk to people that are in the same situation as you make some friends and networking is really really important so we're envisioning that this is going to be other female entrepreneurs um, that you can you can potentially make connections for the rest of your life with, or maybe they're potential um, clients, or maybe you're just going to have a really good time and learn a couple of tricks of the trade, right? So we don't gatekeep here, and we wanted to make that very, very um, apparent. So we've designed this page. Um, and it tells you all about this retreat and we we try to explain it from our point of view so if you're reading through this and kind of going yep that sounds like my head right now you're in the right place (laughs) absolutely you're in the right place so this is basically um what we're we're going to do when we're there let me see if i oh this these are pictures of the of the place that we're staying at at the resort it is an all-inclusive price, um, and we've we've carefully curated it so that it includes your stay, your a la carte meals, um, our activities there, workshops, consultations. Like you get both of our brains um, separately, like on one on one as well, if you want, um, and you get to learn more and more about businesses that are could be could be lacking exactly what you're offering right? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the key is, is that we, I think, especially as women, we do things well in community. So let's create a space to one rest well, in the company of others, but also get out of our own space out of our own minds, but with people that are in similar situations so that we can say like, Hey, guys, I actually have this problem or this has been playing on me for a little bit. Has anybody gone through this before? Right. The idea is, and this is like kind of my methodology for all of my coaching is um, flatten the learning curve and shrink the timelines to success. And if we can do that and we can kind of put some boosters on that over this weekend together in community with other women entrepreneurs, oh my gosh, you're going to leave and like, one, be so motivated and inspired, but also rested. And that is the idea, right? Like leave right. with a bit of spark back in, uh, back into your, your energy, um, but also feeling rested. And like, you've had this moment to take a deep breath and really reflect on what's been good, what's been not so good. And what am I going to keep yeah. doing? What's yeah. the next step of this journey for me? Yeah, like we even have, um, so let's let's go through some of the highlights here. We've got, we're doing an activity by the bonfire. We're, um, we're doing a mini meditation. We're doing a mini branding shoot. So you can take those back to your team or back just with you to yeah. create more materials for yourself and use it as promo. Um We'll have a workshop about business operations, and I'm going to teach you some of the easiest ways to automate parts of your business that will cut down on the amount of admin work that you have to do. Um, And we'll also do a workshop about pricing and optimizing your funnel, so how to attract those leads and how to um, be true to your value that you're offering and stop, you know, letting fear dictate what your pricing is. Um, And don't feel bad. We've all been there, including myself <laughs> in, yep. this, mm-hmm. in this thing. Um, and you have some free time. There's lots of facilities there, like heated pools, and you can go hiking and um, a whole bunch of things that we can 
we can go through. Um, and then we'll have a networking spotlight where you get to know your uh, group members even more. Um, and then we'll do some mini consultations. Um, if people want to sign up, they can sign up for it or they can go have a nap or they can, <laughs> they can sleep in the next day or they can come for a hike. And obviously your stay is, um, your stay is uh, included in your a la carte meals mm -hmm. and all of this. And we'll have some materials that you can physically take back with you and notes either to delegate to your team or to have it as a resource for yourself. Um, we are so excited that we get to do this, that we've decided to offer it for with us at an early bird rate and then at the regular rate after. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we also wanted to give people the option of like single or double occupancy, right? Because some people, mm -hmm. you pick your comfort level. You can bring a business bestie, as we said, if you want to pair up with yeah. another guest in your life, like come together and enjoy it and meet other people. You can bunk together if you choose. Um, and that's a slightly different rate based on double occupancy and single occupancy, obviously, is a little bit yeah, higher, like but with your bestie, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Adriana and I are bugging together. It's going to be a good time. Yes, we are. Right? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And um, we early bird pricing ends August 24th, so we are welcoming applications. We are giving our nearest and dearest um, an opportunity to apply first because we really appreciate mm -hmm. um, who we work with. and um, But definitely... Uh, send in your applications, let us know who you want to bunk with, or um, let us know if you have any preferences. Um, if you're worried about um, your meal options, do not fret. They have vegetarian, vegan, they have yeah. gluten-free, they have all kinds of wonderful options. It's a really nice resort. It is in Ramara, Ontario. It is on Lake Simcoe. Um, if you are familiar Lake Simcoe is huge so it's actually really close to oh my gosh Aurelia I think yeah yes yeah Aurelia yeah so basically you drive up maybe you drive up with your bestie you park and then your weekend begins and is um September 29th to October 1st and that's kind of got that like fall vibe which I can't wait for um, and everything is covered from then on, including our refreshments during our workshops or our consults. They're going to take care of us. And I'm really excited for that. Um, it's, uh, it's a beautiful resort and I just can't wait to just talk to more people that are in the same boat as us and yeah. make new connections and also be away from the whole <laughs> Hey, I don't have to do dishes tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, it's so, it's amazing because somebody's like, oh, I'll just, you know, I often hear it. I'll, I'll just take a night or I'll take a day and I'll go do whatever. And it's true. And you can absolutely do that. In my experience, yeah. there's so much power when people gather, just like we talked about eating meals together, right? There's, there's powerful things that yeah. happen there when we come together. And this is, yeah. Like that, we want to have opportunities for reflection and um, without all the distractions of our, our everyday life. That is key. But I also want you to leave with nuggets of inspiration and be able to yeah. actually process that. Oftentimes we'll go to a conference and it's a one day conference and we're like information, information, inform like it's just bang, 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 bang. Cause it's like, get it all in and then leave. And what happens yeah. is we put all of those papers or folders on our desk we're like yeah I'm gonna get to that that was great nothing happens because no, we go back no, into our nothing. regular world and it gets really busy yeah. so our goal through this retreat is to you know impart information on you and give you space and time to think about it think about how you would implement it in your business and walk away from that weekend with a plan to say hey Here's what we need to do. Here's what I'm going to focus on in the next little bit. Yeah, no, totally. And we, we have to, we have to highlight here how this is going to be like a double whammy, right? The resting mm -hmm. and then the connecting 
for your business. Yeah. And yes, the after that's uh, that hundred percent. I agree with Jen. It's our goal to have you leave there with, with more impactful, actionable things rather than just a pile of like, you know, when you get those um, VIP bags that you're never really going to go through, that's not the, that's not the goal here. The goal no. here is for you to leave with some decisions that you've made over the weekend and then implement them or delegate them to your team. And we give you enough resources for your team that didn't attend to be able to say, oh, I see. This is step one through 10, one through whatever. Yeah. But this is how we're going to change it. Um because, and I know it's just a weekend and maybe later on, maybe we'll do retreats where it's a little bit longer, but um, look at it as a business expense, right? This is definitely deductible for that. And you are investing in your own <laughs> sanity. <laughs> really, you're investing in your own sanity while still being And productive. your own success, right? Like get realigned yeah. back into the, that vision of what you want that business to be. Because it's like we said, we live in the day-to-day -day of our business. And sometimes we just go where it needs us to go. This is a great way to recalibrate get regrounded into what it is and align yourself back into that vision of the business yeah. you're trying to create and the life that you're trying to create via your business. So it's, yeah, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Me too. I can't wait to meet some of you guys um, and make memories and um, maybe make some new connections that we can work with together. Like who knows? I mean, this is what, I don't know if you guys know, but Jen and I met online. So this is exactly what brought us together were networking groups and, you know, events online. And because when we kind of clicked, because we were on the same page about not necessarily at the same level, because I, I, I was still new, right. Or I was newer, right. Than Jen is, but we connected. We hey, now, gone. are you calling me old? No, you just I'm have kidding. so much experience. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I felt like such a newbie compared to your experience, Not right? Not at all. Um, but it's, I don't know. I think our <laughs> no business friendship is so valuable. And like I said, yes. we don't gatekeep. We just know how to... Um, make connections and they're really important. I think it really depends on who you know. Um, and I've gotten, I've gotten to know people through Jen and they've eventually become my clients. Right. So and vice versa. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Great. I'm super excited for that. So why not? The question is, let's why do not? it. Let's do oh, it. There, there so, is no, why not? It's just, do it. I know. Just go do it. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Like, look at that. Look at that beautiful sunset on oh, the beach. I can't wait. Like, like I just in those beds where you're not going to have any kids crawling all over and screaming, oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> like uninterrupted breakfast um, and a coffee. It's going to be so good. Imagine not have to get it, not have to get somebody's breakfast first before yours. That's wild. Yeah, I love it. Honestly, I cannot I wait. Oh, good. So good. So um, we just have a couple of questions when you click on the application because we want to make sure that we're meshing well and then we want to, um, you know, make sure that everybody in the group will be able to get um, the same kind of value from the time that we spend together. So it is limited because we want to give everybody the same amount of attention and time and, you know, we care about how you're going to leave that weekend. Um, so yeah, yeah, send us send us a message apply on and it's just ontarioassistant.com forward slash retreat um and also jen's website um i'm sure there'll be a link there as well for uh that you can go click on and it will direct you to this page as well i did pop it in the chat if anybody is interested and also if you want to follow us on instagram we'll be posting lots on there and facebook um you'll see it's at assistant.ontario for me and for jen it's at honey flow coaching honey flow coaching Woo. Got it. <laughs> um yeah so i think that concludes for today uh we're gonna pop into our socials with news or with tidbits of hey were you thinking of doing this great news we're already doing it and here's where you can find it yeah i'm awesome. so excited yeah um, any last remarks, Jen? Just do yourself a favor, right? And get away 
and yeah, it, it's such a service to yourself and to your business. It's such an investment. So I would highly encourage you to consider it. And if you have questions that we haven't answered, like throw us a DM or email me or whatever the case may be, but let's chat about it because we mm-hmm. want it to be, um, we want it to be a good a fit for you as well as us. So. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And oh, just uh, we've got a comment here on Twitch. Hello. What's up to you too? I think you're tuning in right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us though. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, we'll leave our links down there. And if you have any questions, we'll answer our DMs. If you want to send us one, uh, please just um, let us know if there are any uh, questions or maybe you're wondering if if we're offering something specific ask us we might be it might just not be on the page um, as of yet yeah awesome. uh, so thank you so much for joining me Jen this was Thanks lovely for as me. usual yeah. yeah lovely as usual I'm so glad that we were able to uh, get on this again um, and thank you all for tuning into the show thank you to everyone at the network Um, And in the chat room. So thank you to the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network. And next week, we're going to have Megan Reed, who talks about her book called Main Character Energy, which um, she's been on the show before as well. I love it. The idea behind it is awesome. So um, join us next week as well. And remember, you can find us on Instagram and we will be checking our DMs live (laughs) um wonderful thanks so much jen thank you take care you too looking for stories that are fresh and new dark fantasy humor space exploration time travel cyberpunk alternate history and more They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology from 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold.